And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by the Crypticore Petting Zoo, great for weddings, birthdays, and the end of the world. Previously on What Is Not. I'd like to post onto the Monster Hunter Discord asking if anyone has ever heard of people capturing and studying monsters. There have been a lot of ambulances at Cryptocore. A lot of people who have been getting some pretty coincidental accidents. It's a different Cryptocore location. One that you did not know existed. It's just referred to as the hold. Bruce just spray painted a giant X through authentic repairmen and wrote OSHA. (laughs) The magic works without issues and you are allowed to pass through. In the sand of the Mojave Desert in California, off historic Route 66, sits a small desert town called Baghdad. We have some ancient prophecy that something bad's going to go down in Baghdad. It's a town of shadows and secrets. Things aren't as they seem, but we're still not quite sure what's going on. Where bumps in the night aren't the house settling. Trying to find answers. And the monster under your bed lies in wait for your foot to leave the safety of your covers. My mom used to tell me all of these weird stories about monsters, but I didn't really believe anything she said because, you know, that's crazy talk. It's a world where cultists spend their days pushing papers at the DMV and their nights summoning ancient creatures from the dread beyond. Seeing maybe something happened down at Cryptocore. The expert. Susan Donaldson. The town vet. The freelancer. People call me Beth. Hunting is sort of just like a business that I'm in. The deathless. Bruce the zombie and his father cast a spell to bring him back. The initiate. Donovan Elaine, part of an ancient order of monster hunters. The Monstrous. Zeke Solardier. He works for Cryptocore, which is his family's corporation. It's a town where it's very hard to tell what is real and what is not. Welcome to Baghdad. We are going to start off with you guys driving down Kelbaker Road towards this hold place that you have found on these transfer orders. It is, I would say, twilight. And before you get too close to this location, you see a big explosion erupt in the distance. What do you do? Bruce is recording it with his phone for sure. Okay. Is it in the distance in the direction that we're going down the road? Yeah, it is where you are headed. Well, I think we put a pedal to the metal. Yeah, I know. I'm with Zeke. Let's get there. That's funny. I was going to say, put on the brakes. <laughs> I had the opposite reaction. Okay. Support. <laughs> You'd, who's driving? I think Beth is driving. Okay. Ghost of Beth. All right. Well, she'll be our chauffeur while she's not here. If I'm sitting shotgun and she hesitates, I'm slamming my foot down on the accelerator for her. <laughs> no, I think she is going to keep going unless told otherwise. And just for listeners' benefit, Katie is not feeling well today as we record, so she has opted out of today's session, and we hope that she feels better, and we, we miss her dearly. 
Okay, so you guys going to just push forward? Sure. Yeah. Yes. Charge. <laughs> As you start driving closer and closer to the location that you're trying to reach, apparently it is called the hold, you see what looks like a military installation. There are cars, like trooper carriers around. There are evidence of like big cargo trucks coming and going. So there's like, you know, an area where there's some just cargo containers just piled up. You can see some trucks kind of set up to either leave a load there or take a load out. And you see that the gas truck has exploded and is on fire. And that's what caused this big billowing blast of smoke to go up in the air. All the guards are running around. There is gunfire. And I would say, if you're looking at the installation, which is south of you, off to the right, far off to the right, there is a big black animal of some sort. So there's gunfire. Are they shooting the animal? They are shooting at the animal. What's the size of this animal? What does the animal look like? Yeah. It is about the size of a cow, and it looks like a big black wolf. It has glowing purple eyes, and instead of the regular paws, it has hooves. And people are shooting at it, and it doesn't seem to be affected at all by the bullets, and it occasionally will knock into a soldier and kind of toss it aside with its, like a bite down and toss it aside. It's doing a number on these soldiers. I feel like there's one of two things we could do here. We could barrel in and help and show them that we can be of some assistance, or we can take this opportunity to sneak into the hold. Are we sure that these are actual soldiers and this is a military thing? Or is this just maybe the Cryptocore's security force? And this is like, do we know if this is a Cryptocore facility versus a military facility? Everybody that you see is in military garb, but you don't see anything that has U.S. anything on it. So it doesn't look like it's a government installation. They're wearing like camos. Is that right? They are wearing camos and vests, and they look like they would be soldiers, but you don't see anything that necessarily makes them out to be actual governmental soldiers. And you said it's twilight, so it's getting dark, right? Yeah, it's pretty dark because you're behind the mountain, so the sun is starting to go down behind the mountain, so you're in the shadow of this mountain. And as you get closer, you can see that there is kind of like what look like hangers kind of built into the mountainside. What kind of moon is out? That's a good question. I don't know. You said it was a wolf-like creature, so I was just wondering. I see where you're going with it. (laughs) (laughs) I would say that it's probably a sliver moon. It's not a full moon. It's getting pretty dark pretty quick, so I would say there's not much moon out right now. I'd say that we take the opportunity to kind of use the distraction to get into the facility and kind of do a little sleuthing. Yeah, I think I agree with, with that. Okay. Do we need to act under pressure in order to drive in there and not be seen? There's pretty much a lot of chaos going, and we left with Donovan having cast a spell to make you guys look like you are part of a convoy anyway. I would say at least the van itself is not pulling any attention. So if you want to pull up to one of these hangars, you are more than welcome to do so. Okay, that brings us in, and I open the door, and I kind of run out and flatten myself against the wall near a door. Uh, some kind of entrance. There's two hangers. If it was a garage, like a house garage, you would see a double and then a single. 
The double looks like it holds a helicopter and some containers. This is probably a good 30 feet high. The helicopter is on a, a bed that looks like it can be rolled out to take off in front of the hangar. And then there is a single hangar, and that's closer to where all the action is going on. But that's where like, there's trucks and where it looks like a loading bay of some sort. So I'm assuming she pulls up to the helicopter bay just because it's closer, but it's up to you guys as to which bay you want to go into. And these bay doors are open. We can see in. Yeah, you can see in. And is there an obvious entrance? No, it just looks like big bay doors. Well, just the open bay door. Yeah. Okay. Now, I would presume that Bruce has a helicopter license. (laughs) Bruce was using his phone to make sure it had not expired. (laughs) Excellent. Might be an opportunity for aerial surveillance of the entire facility. I'm not sure that's in keeping with our whole subtle subterfuge (laughs) plan. If we still have any spray paint left, I could put OSHA on the outside of the helicopter. It's already on there. <laughs> oh, okay. It's already on there. No, on the outside of the helicopter, I think he was. Oh, on the outside of the helicopter. Yeah, I want to put it on the helicopter, yeah. Ah, okay. Well, is that what you yeah. really are going to do, or are you guys going to do something else? No, no, he's not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> That's our secondary escape plan. I was thinking for an escape plan, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so I'm now flattened against a wall. Do I see an entrance? Okay, we're going to say that you are in the helicopter bay. Since I don't have a way of showing you my map, I actually have a map. Um, I I was very impressed when I saw that. Nice. So you're on the east wall of this helicopter bay. To the north is where you guys came from, and to the south is going into the mountain. And I would say you were on the east side of the helicopter bay behind some cargo containers. What you can kind of see from where you are is at the back of the hangar, there are two doors, one in the center and then one to the far west corner of the hangar. And they're both facing, like, if you go in, you'd be going south. I reach for the the closest door to me. I would say it's about uh, several cargo truck lengths away. You're in a big open hangar and it's at the back of the hangar. Okay. And is it just filled with the one helicopter and nothing else? Do we need to investigate what else is in there? One helicopter, if it was a two-car garage, the side that Susie is on is a bunch of stacked cargo containers, and on the west side is the helicopter. I think we need to check out what's in those cargo containers. Okay, I'm going to head toward the door to just see if it opens. I just want to see if it's an entrance that we can get into. I'm assuming everyone's going to check out the cargo containers. Okay. Bruce would like to, uh, he recorded some footage of the purple-eyed potential wolf thingy. Uh, He wants to get that up on uh, our Discord channel so we can have somebody start doing some research for us. Nice. That's a good idea. Roll an act under pressure roll. All right, so I'm doing an act under pressure. That is a 11. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I'll take that. That's super good. You're able to do it with no problems. I'm able to load it on Discord for people to see? Yes. That was challenging. <laughs> <laughs> Can we say I like I did some cartwheels and somersaults while I was like loading it up? Just to like, you know. If we're doing the ninja thing, I might as well. Well, you are agile, so yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. 
Well, they might be blocking cell signals and stuff if this is some kind of highly secure base. Oh, don't ruin it for us, man. We just got to win. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm saying maybe that's why it was difficult for you. You know what I mean? Taz backing me up on making you roll. <laughs> Bye. Okay, I accept. <laughs> Donovan's going to go investigate some of those crates. Okay, so you go ahead and open the crates. The first one you open up looks like it has a bunch of hay in it. And it has a bit of a musty smell, but there's nothing in there. As I open that, I say, hey! (laughs) (laughs) So now are we going to search for a needle in there? Uh, (laughs) Is that it? Is it just hay? Yeah, it's just like hay, maybe some some droppings of some sort of animal. You said crates, and then you also said cargo containers. Are you talking about the same thing? Yeah. Okay. Everything here, for the most part, are big like shipping containers that you'd see at like the the um, port. Port. Thank you. I'm gonna put the lid back on the one that I checked. Okay. And I'm gonna turn to the group and quietly say, "There's just hay in that." Are they all empty? I don't know. Are you open up another one? Yeah, I think we need to go and check out the rest of them. I'll open another one. Yeah. Can we all pick a crate? And by the way, I check the door and I'm walking back to the group. Was the door opened? The door is open. There is an open door there. All right. So I'm walking back to the group. If we want to get in, the door's open, and I see them opening the crate, so I, I grab one, too. On the side you're on, I'd say there's probably only three, and they're kind of stacked in a way where it's two on the bottom and one on the top. So you've opened the one on the left. When you open the one on the right, I would say that there are what look like dog carriers for large dogs. Maybe four foot by three foot by three foot. Mm. And there's probably like four or five of them. Well, the carriers are empty. But the carriers are empty. And again, a little bit of an animal musty smell. Can we reach the container on the top? You said they're in like a pyramid. So does that mean the other one's too high up or we have to climb up on the boxes? Yeah, I would say it's probably too high up. It's stacked up. You'd need some sort of ladder or something. I mean, if you want to search around for a ladder to try and get up there, you're you're welcome to do so. Bruce is agile. Yeah. <laughs> I never have to act under pressure while climbing, jumping, or tumbling. Uh-huh. Can I go for it? Okay, so then you're going to hop up. And I see this thing where, you know how you have to pull the double arms to pop open the thing? Yeah. And those big cargo things? I see you doing that and then just, like, swinging around. Um, (laughs) As the door opens. (laughs) I would also like to have the uh, Pink Panther theme song playing as I do this. uh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I hear that. I think that works. All right. So when you finally look in, there are what look like benches on either side of the container running the lengthwise of it. And every couple of feet, there looks like chains and maybe like shackles or handcuffs. Mm -hmm. Bruce snaps some pictures so he can show it to the rest of them and climbs back down. Everything about this is creepy. I'm looking at the pictures and... And I'm like, so there's just a bunch of creatures in there, and one of them obviously escaped, so we need to be careful. Well, let's close everything back up so there's no evidence that we were here as much as possible. Can we spray paint OSHA review no, this box? Let's, let's, let's <laughs> keep the spray painting to a minimum. Let's head to the door, explore some more. 
Okay, so you guys are going to go through the door in the middle of the hangar? Back middle? Is there any evidence on any of these chains or crates or the shipping containers themselves that any of this had been forced open or damaged? You know, like the things would have escaped from these, or is it kind of clear that they were released in some manner? They're perfectly intact. Doesn't look like there's any, other than the regular wear and tear of something like this. Doesn't look like anybody's busted out. There's no big holes in anything. There's no bent metal. Okay. So we're not likely to encounter a loose creature in the hangar itself. So we're going in? Let's go in. We're going in. When you said we're not likely to encounter a loose creature in the hangar, Joe shrugged. Yeah, Joe made a face. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want a metagame, but that scares me. (laughs) A false sense of security uh, descends over the group. Bruce will go in first. He'll go meet S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay, so as you go into the doorway through the hangar, you're in a hallway. There appears to be a storage closet of some sort in front of you. A big kind of large, maybe maintenance room, but the door is closed. This is maintenance on it. And then to the right is doors to an elevator. And then just beyond that, there seems to be another room of some sort, but you can't see what the sign says. To the left is a corner hallway. It goes around the corner, but you can't see what's beyond that corner. Which way is to the south? To the south is the first maintenance room. Let's open that door. Yeah. (laughs) I want to see if there's any clothes we can change into while we're in there. (laughs) I I knew. I was going to say, I think this is another quick change opportunity for Bruce. All right, so in this room, in the center back, it's, I would say, maybe the size of a, a good-sized bedroom. There is a bunch of actual crates, like square Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom type. Wooden crates. Big wooden crates, yes. Hide the Ark of the Covenant in, in crates. So those are kind of scattered around the room. A lot of them seem to be open. It doesn't look like there's necessarily anything in them. It looks like it's just this place to store these crates. But in the back center of the room, there are two statues. One looks like a bearded man in some sort of checked shirt. And it's in a sitting position. This is a statue? A statue. But it's turned over on its side, so it looks like the statue is supposed to be set on something, and it's turned on its side, and the position of the statue is a sitting man with a beard, a baseball cap, and like an open shirt, and his hands are in front of him, I don't know how to describe it, almost like he was reading a newspaper, or moving a steering wheel, or you know, just like out gripping something by both hands. But there's nothing in between his hands, and he's just kind of laying on his side. Like frozen in place? It looks like, yeah, somebody had carved a statue of somebody sitting doing something. Okay. Right next to him is somebody in what looks like a workman's shirt, because you can see like a little patch on the breast pocket. Can't really read what the patch says, but appears to be an Asian man. He also has a baseball cap on, and he looks like he's scared, and he's kind of pulling back, and so that's what that statue looks like. What material is the statue? It's kind of like a gray, granity like stone, almost concrete in texture. Are their clothes also like solidified? Yes. It looks like these are regular people, and somehow something froze them into a statue. I've never seen anything like this. 
Somebody roll to investigate a mystery. I can do that if you want. Let's see. Nine. I got a ten. Okay, so you look a little closer at the statue, and you can tell that it's one of the drivers from Cryptocore. Mm. And you not only recognize him from like seeing him around, but you also recognize him from the footage of the missing driver from the wreck on the Route 66 with the Jersey Devil. Bruce goes up and tries to kiss both of them to see if it wakes them up. (laughs) (laughs) That's a perfect plan. It does not. Okay. He sends a text to the group that the uh, Sleeping Beauty uh, scenario did not work. (laughs) I think you're thinking of a frog, a frog prince. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, this would imply that they had captured some monster that turns whatever it looks at or turns people or something into stone, and they must have lost control of it, right? While this driver was transporting it or something. So it could be on the loose. That's true. That's a good point. Is there any possibility Donovan could cast some kind of spell to wake these statues up or something? That's a great idea. All right. Donovan is going to go woobly doobly zoobly zoo (laughs) and uh, attempt to... Turn them back into people. Uh, I got a plus three to weird. All right. I got a plus three to weird. Rolling only two dice and hot dog. A six and a five is 11. Gives me a 14. Okay. So nothing actually happens to the stats. Start it. But you get some information. Okay. Oh. You can definitely tell that this is not natural stone, that this is definitely something that was at one point living and is now somehow petrified into a stone statue. You also can tell that there is the potential for magic to reverse whatever this is, but it's going to be something that's a little bit more big ritual magic than what you can just kind of wave your hands and do right now. Okay, guys, I've tapped into the arcane energies, and I have done the best I can to try to bring them back. And from what I can tell, A, we are correct in our assumption that they were people turned to stone. And B, I think maybe I could save them, but I'm going to need, it's going to take a lot more time than we have while we're sneaking around here. I got to light some candles I got to draw some weird things on the ground. Uh, you know, it's going to take hours or days of doing some big magic here. So uh, I think we may want to try to move these guys into the OSHA van so that we can ferret them back to our headquarters in town and thus have them, you know, we can take our time to perform some of these rituals because I think these guys could really give us some answers if we had some time to, to work at them. I think that's a good idea. I worry if we remove them, somebody may notice and come looking for them. Do we have the time to do that and keep looking around where we're here? Well, they're not going anywhere fast. <laughs> probably look around and then, and then stow them away. Can, can, can Bruce can do a strength check to see how he can lift? Yeah. They're like statues you would put in the middle of your yard these are not like these are going to require 
some sort of dolly. They're pretty heavy. And so it, it would take a while to move them. And just something to consider, you'd have to be very careful with them if they're actually people because, you know, th- those are <laughs> those are limbs. We Maybe we could try at some point backing the OSHA van into the hangar. There we go. Just kind of... Uh, yeah, I like that idea. Hoisting them into the van. Can we start a magical spell now and keep looking around the facility and then come back to them and get them on our way out? I have to be concentrating on the big magic spell to do it. So if we were going to do that, like I'd be sitting here cross-legged casting my magic and security or whatever could walk right into the room and right up to me and I wouldn't notice. I mean, if you guys were out exploring or whatever, it, and and I don't know if we'd even have enough time to pull it off. It, it could take days. What if the four of us continue to explore and we have Beth go tow truck mode and figure out a way to get him into the OSHA van? Okay, so while you guys keep exploring, Beth is going to try and back the van up to the door and see if she can get the statues moved into the van. There we go. Okay. That's doable. Okay, is there anything else in this maintenance facility of interest to us? You rolled a uh, hold two. Oh, the investigate? I did. Yeah. I'm not going to have you waste a question on it, So, but I am going to tell you that there's really nothing else here. It's just kind of a lot of empty boxes and the two statues. Okay, so is there a dolly for Beth? Did we find a dolly for her? She probably will have to look for one. Okay. All right. So we head back out into the hallway. And do we go to the elevator or do we want to check what's around the corridor first? Let's explore this level before we go up or down the elevator. Mm -hmm. All right. So we go down the corridor to the left. This is at that doorway that we had originally seen at the uh, far end of the hangar. Yes. You've gone through that door and then you're going to the east down the hallway and turning the corner. There are... Two doors on this short little hallway at the end of the hall is just a dead end. But again, the door on the left says maintenance, and the door on the right is open with a big window between it and the end of the hallway. And these are both on the east side of the wall. There's nothing on the west side of the hallway. Should we check out what's in the maintenance area? Let's do it. Yeah. There are mops. There are cleaning supplies. There is a sink and the other questions as to what might be in there it do you continue to look any uniforms it's possible this room is actually just a maintenance room it's also possible some big clue is hiding in it somewhere i'm (laughs) i'm going to investigate a mystery and just i just want to thoroughly investigate the room well i got a five (laughs) there was a big clue i think i may have missed it guys mark experience and uh, you have not found anything in this room. It looks clean to me. Get it? Because of the cleaning <laughs> supplies. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to this next room. Actually, since I have a question, can I just say what is being concealed here? Yes. You find $3.17 in spare change. <laughs> Thank you. I put it in my pocket. <laughs> interesting and where is this money just lying on the floor in an otherwise empty room well yeah obviously he's fallen out of somebody's pocket rolled under a shelf but nothing else is in the room no okay i think we should let bruce have the money 
he seems like he probably needs it. I don't I don't know if he has a job or whatever, so <laughs> Bruce Bruce is mildly offended, but then he does pocket the money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and is there anything further down this hallway or is that the extent of the There's just the two doors. There's the maintenance room where you found the money. And then there is uh, another room with an open door and like a, a glass window in it. And as you get closer to that, you can see that it looks like it's kind of a transition area. And if you look beyond that room, you see what looks like a kitchen. Oh, so there is another room. Yes, there's a room through the second room. Oh, I see. So should we go into the kitchen and make another Dagwood sandwich? <laughs> Bruce runs in. <laughs> okay. Are there any other exits to the kitchen, or is that a, a dead end? The kitchen has an exit to the north. So the northeast corner of the kitchen has a door. Shall we explore the kitchen? Maybe there's something of interest in storage there in the fridge? Or I'm a little concerned that a, a kitchen may be a high-traffic area, like it seems like the place somebody might go to, you know, to get a snack or whatever. So maybe if we're trying to be sneaky, we shouldn't linger here too long. It's a good idea. I'm going to go to that north door. And before checking to see if it's unlocked or anything, I want to put my ear up to it and see if I can hear anything on the other side. I'm going to say the door is actually open. Oh, well, then I look foolish. <laughs> <laughs> When you look in, it looks like uh, a common room of some sort. There's a TV, some some exercise equipment, uh, a big sofa. Sure. And then there's two doors on the opposite wall. So this is kind of the break room, basically. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. So we got two more doors coming off of this. Are they bathrooms? Um, actually, there's three. Are you going into the barracks? Get into this common oh, room. Oh boy, I don't know about going into the barracks. Okay, I, I turn back to the group and I say, "All right, guys. So this looks like the break room. There's some doors leading out of that. I'm starting to change my mind about exploring this level before going down the elevator. It seems like this whole level is like living space, general normal stuff, and maybe the good stuff that we're you know looking for is going to be lower down, you know, in the basement or whatever." Yeah, I think we should go down. Yeah, I think that that's reasonable. I mean, maybe we could peek around the the corner just to see. Do we want to make sure that nobody is like hanging out in this living area that's going to come out just to to get a sense? Or is everybody off uh, doing their day to day? Everyone's probably fighting that monster outside. Yeah, the installation is on red alert. There's like flashing red lights everywhere. There's an alarm going off. You hear gunfire and explosions outside. A lot of people are otherwise occupied. If there's somebody in here, they probably shouldn't be. All right. So unless any of us uh, decide we need a little freshen up and want to hop in the showers in the barracks real quick, I think maybe it's best to head back and, and check out more more fruitful avenues of exploration. I think we need to go down. Agreed. Yeah, let's go to the elevator. All right. All right, everyone, to the elevator! To the elevators! <laughs> yes! <laughs> and this elevator was in the main hangar space, right? By the containers, did you say? It's in the hallway that you enter. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, just off of. It's right next to the room with the two frozen statue people. Okay. 
All right, so we press the button for the elevator. And do we need to use our room key to get into this elevator? Is this a Vegas-style elevator, or can we just press the button and go down? I'm going to say that you can press the button and go down. There is kind of an older feel to this place, and so I, whether it's you know, it, it seems to work. The door is open. Okay. How many floors are listed on the elevator panel? Just one. There's a basement level. Let's go down. We've had such luck with exploring basements previously. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing bad can happen in the basement of a shady corporate military bunker, right? Hello, I'm Joe Hogan, the editor of As the Dice Roll. I hope you're enjoying this episode of What Is Not. We here at As the Dice Roll would love your help building our community. If you enjoy our show, let your friends know. Tell your gaming groups, talk about us at your comic shops, and share us on your social media. And to encourage you to spread the word, we've got a contest. So, follow us on Twitter, retweet the pinned tweet on the As The Dice Roll account at As The Dice Roll RP with the hashtag As The Dice Roll, and you'll be entered to win the What Is Not OSHA Van t-shirt. You can be entered once a day from now until Monday, October 25th. Remember, you must follow the As the Dice Roll Twitter account and include the hashtag As the Dice Roll to qualify. The winner will be announced on the October 26th episode of What Is Not. And if you want to see what the van image looks like, go check out our Instagram at As the Dice Roll. Spooky season is upon us. We're getting a head start by talking zombies on Geektitude through the end of October. Last week, we talked about British zombies via 28 Days Later and Shaun of the Dead. And Katie, once again, will be joining me as we talk about Zombies in Love with Pride and Prejudice and Zombies and Warm Bodies. You can also catch Katie on Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop and Disney Forever. And you can listen to Todd and his podcasts, Nerdberg Review and Farming Simulated. If you want to chat with us in real time, go check out our Slack channel over on the Geek2Geek Media Network Slack, which you can find by going to the Contact Us tab on the network website at geek2geekmedia.com. While you're there, you can also join the Geek2Geek Media Discord server. And finally, you can always email us at podcast at asthedicerollcast.com, or leave us a voice message by clicking on the link on our website at asthedicerollcast.com, and I may include your comments in the mid-show intermission. That's it for me this week. I'll be back this Friday, October 15th, with the next episode of Cautious Optimism. Until then, let's see what the hunters find at the bottom of the elevator after a quick commercial break. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the Geek2Geek Media Network, a community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community all dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like video games, Star Wars, comics, movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu Reeves, new, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep, and each other in real time, and we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu. I pull my flamethrower, it's in my hand. 
<laughs> you know, as as we're in the elevator getting ready to go down, Donovan's going to turn to Zeke and say, does this look like a Cryptocore facility? I mean, does any of this look familiar to you? Well, these deep basement areas are certainly not uncommon in a Cryptocore facility. So having this uh, underground storage kind of fits with some things I've seen on the main campus of Cryptocore. But uh, there certainly seems to be a lot more, a lot more chaos, a lot more security, military personnel here than we have back at HQ. So I'm not quite sure. I'm thinking this seems another level of, of intensity. Mm. But but it's familiar. I guess that would make sense if this is where they put things they want to keep out of sight. Perhaps this is the place for things that have gone wrong. Experiments gone awry. Uh oh. That does not bode well. No, that's not comforting at all. <laughs> I mean, let's put it this way. This is not a site that's in any official CryptoCore documentation I have seen in my few years of working at CryptoCore. So this is seems to be a bit of an off-grid facility at the very least. Mm. All right. Did we reach the bottom? Yes. All right. So the doors open on the basement. And what you see is a big cargo-like loading bay door in front of you. And then hallways that go down to the right and to the left. In the back of my mind, I'm thinking of humans. Like, I, I know that there's probably creatures here, but I'm also thinking, is there anybody that needs to be rescued? So which way do we go? Do we go to the right or? Yeah, what, what's, I mean, it's a coin toss, right? Yeah, so sure, let's yeah. go right. Okay, so... As you look down the right corridor, there seem to be what look like three separate, they're they're like almost, I would say, kind of like cell doors with the little peek through um, Mm -hmm. things. Maximum security doors, kind of. Yeah. And then there is a, like a a glass, a heavy glass panel between um, each door so that it looks like it's like. Glass panel door, glass panel door, glass panel door. So there's three of those. You mean kind of like a shower stalls sort of thing? No, almost like, you know, when you go to a zoo, like when you go into those little habitat buildings and there's like a place to view animals, there's a bunch of those, like almost like mm-hmm. display cases. But at the end of each one, um, like, well, the, the first two are right. There's two, like it's glass panel door, door, glass panel, glass panel door. So I put my eye up to one of the peepholes. Okay. So in the first room, you see it's kind of looks like a a lizard or a snake terrarium. And you can at least see three large lizards. They are about five feet from tip to base of tail, and the tails are considerably longer. And they actually have six legs instead of four. And they seem to have some sort of protective thing over their eyes, almost like, you know, how falconers put things over hawk eyes to keep them calm when they're not flying them? Kind of looks like that. So these are like Komodo dragons wearing aviators? Yes, (laughs) except they obviously can't see outside of the things that are over their eyes. Hmm. Okay, so I turn around and tell everyone about the lizards and the six legs and the protective eyewear. Bruce snaps some pictures. Okay, what next? We want to look at all the doors. Now, the glass panels are just between these rooms or whatever, right? So we can only see into each room by going up to the door and looking through the little 
It's like a display case at a zoo. So it's like a, a habitat, but the doors to get into it are next to the big window panels that you look into. Okay. Oh, I see. So both the door and the window panels are on the hallway wall. Yes. Oh, okay. So we can just see into all of these. Yeah. Oh, okay. What do we see in the other one? Okay, so the next one, you see it kind of looks like a cat room at like a pound or something. The whole floor is covered with sand, but there is definitely like a a little cat tower with a little fuzzy ball. And in it, you see this green cat, maybe three feet long, but it is covered in spikes. Looks like um, cactus needles all over. And then at the base of the tail is like a big ball with cactus needles coming out of it. It looks like a cat made out of cactus. Well, that's not a cat species I've ever identified before. So, As a veterinarian, though, what would you, <laughs> what do you think about this? Uh, yes, uh, that does not exist in nature. Except that it does. So, Bruce, take more pictures. <laughs> it sounds like an echidna. Bruce is going to take some pictures and post it to the uh, subreddit. All that's not the right. It's <laughs> not the right Discord or not the right Reddit. <laughs> While you can take pictures, you don't have uh, cell reception down here. the The paneling is too too heavy. Is there anything beyond these two rooms that we can see into? Well, there's one more room on this wall, and there seems to be one at the end of the hall, and then the hall turns and makes a sharp left. All right, let's look in the next one. Okay, in the next one, you see five, they look like chihuahuas. They're about, again, about the same size as the cat, maybe three feet long. Um, They look like chihuahuas mixed with rats, with spines coming down their back. chihuahuas mixed with rats? That sounds like a chihuahua. (laughs) (laughs) So so take a chihuahua and make it look more rat-like. And put spines down its back, and that's what you've got. No offense to any Chihuahua lovers out there. (laughs) The opinions of the players do not necessarily represent the opinions of As the Dice Rolls (laughs) or What Is Not. (laughs) A couple of them are curled up in the corner like they're sleeping. One of them is pacing back and forth, and then all of a sudden... One that was right up against the window, but you couldn't see it, jumps up and starts hissing at you through the window. I back away. I'm just, I'm kind of, my my stomach is hurting at this point, seeing all these kind of hybrid type creatures. All right, let's check out this final room before the turn. The one at the end of the hallway is a lot bigger because the animal is a lot bigger. It looks like it is set up like a dog kennel and there is a giant white, wolf-like animal about the size of a cow and it is sleeping curled up on like a big giant dog bed in the corner does it look like the one that we saw outside yeah it looks like the one like you saw outside but instead of being black this one's white does it look like there's room for two of those creatures in this one in this cage probably Hmm. Do we see an open door, an exit because it is a bigger animal you can see that the wall that you're on even though it looks like it is just the door and glass paneling, you can see that there's like a bigger door built into it to let something bigger into the room, in and out of the room, but it doesn't look like it's been disturbed in any way. Is this wolf adorable looking? I would say it's pretty cute for, you know, giant cow-sized dog 
things. <laughs> Bruce goes to spoon with it. <laughs> it's behind glass. Are, are you opening the door, Bruce? <laughs> no, don't go in. Don't don't go in the room. No, no. I just wanted to see Joe's reaction when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you're looking down the hallway to your left, there is just a regular door at the end. I mean, it's one of those high security doors, but there's no window attached. And there are two more, I would say, habitats on the right hand side of this. This is around the corner. This is around the corner. All right. Let's look into these habitats, too. We might as well tour the whole zoo. (laughs) The next one has two gyroscopes spinning in it and very brightly lit room. Uh, And inside kind of hovering almost like a caged animal. Well, as a caged animal is uh, hovering inside these gyroscopes. And you can see that they are boogeymen. (gasps) The animal is a boogeyman? The creatures inside this display, hovering inside these gyroscopes, are boogeymen. More boogeymen, like the one in the house? Yes. Like the one in the house? Yes. One in each gyroscope. But, like, behind, like, a protective... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in a, in, a, in a habitat like the others, but it's not set up for them. There's these gyroscopes spinning in there, and they look like they're trying to figure out how to get out. Yeah, these things are containing the boogeyman, it would seem. Yes. So we don't want to disturb these gyroscopes, for sure. Yeah, I'm already backed up against the wall because I'm having a PTSD at the moment. It, was it Bruce who got, who got a, a picture of the boogeyman being held in a room like this? Yeah. And that was the last of the the habitats, right? Or was there one more past these? There is one more past these. This one looks a little bit more like a jail cell. It does not have a habitat window. It just has a security door. Mm -hmm. And that security door, if are you going to peek through the the little security door window? Yes. Yeah, because otherwise it's a solid wall then. As you look in there, you see a giant, I would say, seven and a half, eight foot tall humanoid-like creature covered in blonde hair, and it seems to be sleeping on a bunk. Hmm. Can we talk to this creature? Do we want to? (laughs) (laughs) I do! I want to talk to this creature. Let's talk to the creature, then. So are we talking, like, furry, covered in hair, like a dog or Bigfoot? Or are we just talking a a really hirsute guy you'd kind of get frightened by at the beach it would look very much like the picture of bigfoot that you would see but instead of being that dark brown it is more of a sand color like a a blonde sandy brown so this is humanoid only in form so the surfer dude bigfoot is what we're talking about (laughs) okay maybe i don't want to talk to it because i doubt it can talk oh but donovan can talk to things and it's asleep or it's just lounging, you said. It is asleep on the bunk. I mean, I feel like if it's, it might be worth trying to, well. Who can talk to animals? Bruce thinks he can, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Donovan has a spell for it. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't seem like he's like, <laughs> into this talking to the animal. doesn't sound like a good idea. <laughs> well, can we go look, explore the other corridor before we? You have one more door at the end of the hallway. And it is just okay. a security door. Security door. So we're going to bypass Blondie and uh, go to the security door. Is that the uh, Susan, how confident are you that if we attempt communication, it's 
going to cooperate. I have uh, no confidence whatsoever. (laughs) I have no idea what to expect. I just looked more human and we've already tried to talk to the boogeymen and we know we can't talk with them. So it's just a thought to see what's going on, but we kind of have an idea of what's going on. So maybe we should just keep exploring. Yeah. I'm willing to, if that's what we want to do, what, uh, Zeke, how do you feel? We've come all this way. We're down here. I think trying to make some contact would make would make sense. Right. We could at least see if it's friendly. I just want to see what the character is. So, all right, Bruce, you're on board with this. Oh yeah, Bruce is all for this. So, all right, can I like psst, through the is the, is this can can they hear us through the door or we would have to open the door? It's a very heavy metal door, so I don't think you can just pst it, but you might be able to knock. Yeah, if we pound on it, see if we can rouse it. Okay. All right. Donovan will knock on the door. The creature startles and kind of sits up quickly, and you can see that it has very clear blue eyes and definitely looks kind of like a blonde Harry and the Hendersons kind of creature. Next time on What Is Not. Who are you trying to get out of here? Because we know about these kinds of creatures and they're not safe. Looks like it does require some sort of security card. Stick together sounds like a wise plan. Let's get out of here. As you're trying to decide what you're going to do next, the alarms turn off. You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at MSEdwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at Geek2GeekMedia.com. If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. Individual players and GMs, social media can be found on our website at asthedicerollcast.com.